Competition. Is it even a good thing to be competing or in a competing field? The great irony of life is this. We all want a life we love and more time with the ones we love. But our job, the very thing that's supposed to be the financial vehicle to provide that freedom, is the very thing that chains us down. Do you think you have what it takes to rise above yourself? Are you ready to start transforming your dreams into reality? If so, I'm Cody Teal. Welcome to the Finding Freedom Podcast, a tribe of dreamers and doers, rebels and fighters that are here to prove to the world you can have your cake and eat it too. Morning podcast. It is the start of the week. This week, I'm headed to Funnel Hacking Live. I'm super excited. So starting on Wednesday, I'll be doing updates on on what I'm learning there and just giving a good report because it's an amazing event. There's some awesome salespeople, awesome business people, entrepreneurs, digital marketers, and I think it's worthwhile to spend time on my podcast going over what I learned there. And so you can get a piece of that and just develop your skills from people that are on the forefront of their fields. But for the meantime, I wanted to talk about a couple things that I've been working with a lot of salespeople on and especially, well, the first thing is just competition, right? Anytime you're in a, in a business environment, most of the time you're in a business environment, there's competition and uh, you have to come against competing bids or competing companies or whatever. And it can be really frustrating because sometimes you lose, sometimes you win. And that's, you know, you obviously want to win more. So I want to talk about three specific things about competition to help you beat the competition. And it's actually not what you probably think we're going to talk about. It's not talking, we're not talking about lowering price. Um, We're not really going to talk about building value. We're not going to be talking about having a better offer. Um, That's usually what people think about when they try to beat the competition. Um, In business specifically, there's, there's different rules. Uh, and I want to go into the, oh, go over that. And this has really helped me thrive in areas I've been in uh, because they take a different point of view. And, and a lot of this is just from different businesses that view competition differently. All right. Specifically, if you want a good resource on this, Zero to One by Peter Thiel is a great resource. It's a book that you can, that can read. It goes over competition. But the, the first thing I want to talk about is competition is actually not good for business. I truly 100% believe that in in almost every sense of the ter- the, the phrase. It, it's, it can be frustrating at least and uh, ruinous at worst. And a lot of people glorify competition, but if it, it, it's tough, guys. Like, I don't want to go over to like the philosophy of like monopolies versus competition. Again, that's why I recommended that book. But you have to realize that competition is not necessarily what's best for your business or even for the market. And there's a, a great case study on this. I want to be really careful on how I like intro this topic because it's, it is sensitive and there's like, there's not necessarily a right or a wrong answer, but in the oil boom in the late 1800s, early 1900s, competition was incredibly fierce. You'd have, you had these oil fields out in Ohio and Pennsylvania and once there was a, a oil strike, this, the prices would surge and then oil, they didn't know how long oil was going to be around back then. And so it, when they'd go a long period of time without another oil strike uh, or striking oil, finding oil, then the prices would skyrocket and then they'd find another, another oil well, and then prices would go down again. And it was really, really hard for business. And so there was this man and 
called named Johnny Rockefeller, and he thought it would be way better just to normalize the market, to work together, and help fix the price. Now that's called a cartel or a monopoly. And again, there are things they did that were not necessarily right, but he was right in the fact that if they cooperation was greater than competition and he was able to form coalitions between businesses and it helped normalize the oil industry, standardize it. His company's name was literally standard oil and help it move forward in more, you know, more regulated orderly manner. And that was better for the customer and for the individuals. Now, that doesn't mean there weren't individual companies. That doesn't mean there weren't individual companies or individuals that didn't get on the losing end of the stick there, right? But as a whole, we look back, it, it was a lot better. And a lot of times nowadays, we look and we think, oh, competition is a good thing in the market. Well, think about it. At least, I, so I'm in solar, and I see some markets where they drive the price down so far. What happens is, is these companies that drive their price down really, really far and, and live at the bottom of the margins, they always go out of business. And so is the best thing you can do for a customer to go out of business? Heck no. If you are living on the margins or selling on the margins, doing business on the margins, guess what happens in a capitalist society? There are inevitable ebbs and flows. And if you don't build in some margin to be able to sup, to like, to go through those ebbs and flows to help you float while business is slow, you'll go out of business. And that's not what's best for you. It's not what's best for the customer. So if you're a good business that cares about individuals and wants to really help them, then you'll build in a healthy margin and stay in business for a long time. The best business is the one that cares for the people, brings value, but also stays in business. Okay, you can still bring value and care for people, but not be profitable. And that's not what's best for you or for the customer, all right? So set, setting that up, how does this apply to us individually? We can't control the whole marketplace. We can't just say, hey guys, there's no more competition. We just gotta get rid of this thing. Like we can't control that, right? So how, what can we do on a, on a micro level to manage this in our own lives, okay? Number, number one, again, this doesn't always apply to everyone, but if you can apply this the best you can, it's gonna help you. Number one, Stay away from competition, okay? There are spaces and markets and industries and customer segments and audiences where there is less competition than other places. There, there, is, there are low-hanging fruit, okay? Those should be your first places to go, right? And sometimes you have to work a little harder to get that low-hanging fruit, all right? And an analogy that really hit, that hits me is I love hiking. And if you go on a long trail hike, You'll notice what happens is the, the first of that hike, the, the path is very wide and well-traveled. And the farther you get down the path, the narrower the path until you get to the top and like the path almost disappears. And why is that? It's because people can't make it to the top. There's people that quit and turn around a lot. And the, the more, the deeper you get into the woods, the higher you get in the mountain, the more people that turn around. And so sometimes it takes a little, it takes a little extra work to hike farther back but you'll get to fruit and views that nobody gets to see. And that's really good, okay? Now, that one's a really simple one, okay? So, and, and I'm not gonna give any specifics for your market. You know what it is, right? You, you might have to drive a little farther. You might have to go be a little more creative in your business, but you'll find people that have not heard about your product or service. And those people are gonna be way easier to do business with than people that are like, 
I want five quotes and I need to figure out who's the best company, right? Ugh, so frustrating, all right? Second one, again, this one's a little controversial. If you can't beat them, join them, or if they can't beat you, have them join you, all right? This year in the Heisman race, there was a really interesting phenomenon. The three top three, there's four candidates, the three of them were all transfers. Three of them were all backup quarterbacks at one point in time. And in the future, it wasn't. It was very unlikely that they would get the starting position. So they moved to other places. So Jalen Hurts was at, was at Alabama, and he moved to Oklahoma. And then Joe, Joe Burrow was at Ohio State and moved to LSU. And Justin Fields, I don't know for specific, I think he was at Georgia, and then he went to Ohio State. So each one of these quarterbacks was a Heisman candidate, one of the top quarterbacks, top players in the United States in college football. But they weren't getting the looks. And they got in a different program, in a different scenario, and now all of a sudden, they're beating the guys out that they were backups to. Very interesting, you know? And I think a lot of times, like salespeople or businesses, they, uh, they get out in the marketplace and they just can't keep up operationally, product-wise. And so what do they do? Because they can't keep up with the big guys, the only thing they can do is lower price. And this is their mentality. Oh, if I at least earn their business, it's better than nothing. That's not true. Like, if you earn their business and take a loss, then you're a losing business and you're going to go out of business, right? And so for a business owner, it's, it's going to take harder. It's going to be a big swallow of pride to be able to be like, oh, I just got to sell my business or do something else. But for, for a sales rep, if you're part of a team that's consistently losing or you your company is one of those companies that sells for a lower price all the time or your company that continues to lose and the only way you can win is a drop price, like you need to go work for a different company. Sorry, like you need to work for someone that's going to train you, provide confidence in yourself, confidence in the product, and so that you can sell and, and at, a, at a valuable price, not, not the lowest price, at a competitive price, so that it can help everybody, right? And on the flip side, if you're constantly getting beat out by people that o- the only reason they beat you is because they have the lower price, recruit those people because I guarantee you they're not getting paid hardly at all. If they, if they have to lower their price that much to sell, then they're not making a lot of money and they're frustrated too, right? It's not like they lower price. They're like, woohoo, I got a lower price. I'm not making any money. You know, like they don't go home to celebrate like that. They're like, it, it's, they, they're picking up the scraps from the table and they're eating like the leftover junk. They're not loving that, you know? So have a conversation with them. Bring them on your team. You know, help them, help recruit them and help them see the light. Okay, that's number two. So first one, Avoid the competition at all possible. Number two, if you can't beat them, join them. Or if they can't beat you, except for lowering price, have them join you, right? The last thing, the last thing to beat the competition is people buy from people they trust. And I, I see a lot of times when people get in competitive bids, they, they get down to the nitty gritty. Well, here's here's the better, I have the better product, the better price, yada, 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 right? And they try to compare off of things. You know what? People buy from people. And if you can get them to care about you and you care about, and then you do that by caring about them, 
more than anybody else, then competition goes away pretty dang quick. All right. So if you're actually, if you actually care about the people and you're wanting to help really provide the best service and you help them know that you really care about them by listening to them, by building trust, by being consistent over time, by being honest and transparent, they're more likely to buy from you just for that reason alone, even if it's a higher price. People buy higher price things all the time. Sure, there are people out there that just get the cheapest deal no matter what, and they live pretty cheap lives usually. Not all the time, um, but usually. And to, to bring back to that standard oil, John D. Rockefeller, he always, he like, if they looked at his buying patterns, like he kept meticulous records on what he bought and he never, ever bought the most expensive thing. Sometimes he did, especially like his hobbies, like horses and cars, but he never, ever, ever bought the cheapest thing. He, he, and he always would say this to his company people, his like employees, he'd say, buy the thing that's going to last the longest and be the least amount of work. And he consistently bought the highest quality of products, even if they were more expensive because he knew that's how he built a strong lasting business, even though it was more expensive up front to invest. And a lot of times he'd buy companies, he, companies would be overvalued and he'd buy them at the price. So people would feel that he wasn't like just trying to nickel and dime them. It's really interesting mentality. And I, that's, he's, if you're, if you're looking for someone to, to learn how to not get sucked into competition, study the life of John D. Rockefeller, but you in your life, competition is hurting you. I, I, I hope like if there's one message I want to get across today is like competition is not necessarily what's best for you or for the marketplace and, or for the customer. And it's important to like take a step back and realize that and understand that bringing value and changing lives is what's more, more, most important, not just winning. All right. So apply that super excited for this week. Get your money started out right. And we'll chat with you later.